User Sawyer Lowe asks, uh, Hi, Joker, over the past few years, I've thoroughly enjoyed your exploration into the dark corners of the careers of Bob, Lou, Van, etc. So have we. Thank you, Sawyer. My question is this. Which dearly departed legacy artist do you wish had lived long enough to have their own wilderness years? For instance, what do you think Nick Drake's 1980s acid jazz albums would have been like? Would Jimi Hendrix have alienated his fan base with a synthesizer record at some point? I'm sure you two can come up with some better ones than I. Jokerman, speculative fiction, if you will. I kind of get this feeling like Jimi Hendrix might have done some acoustic stuff later on. I would imagine that that would have that would have happened. I also can totally see Jimi Hendrix having done like a Beach Boys Love You type album just with oh, like yeah, the yeah. ugliest fucking synthesizers that you could imagine. Or just getting way more into lyricism and and kind of it being very divisive or something. <laughs> some people being like he's actually really good and some people being like oh, I wish he didn't do those spoken word records. Oh god. <laughs> but he has a great spoken uh Voice, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Very, um, who very else besides, besides Hendrix? Um, I will say, and I mean, we did get some. We got, a, you know, a decade of, of uh, additional material out of him. But I'll, John Lennon, um, John I think Lennon, no question about that. Yeah. Uh, especially 100%. considering, like, Double Fantasy, I think, is my favorite non-Beatles album that he ever put out. That's, like, an all-time classic as far as I'm considered. months before his untimely passing so you know he was he went out on a high note i'm sure there would have been some low notes that followed especially yeah. as got later on into the 80s but it would have been fucking fascinating well he's i think the he his solo records are far and away the most interesting of all the beatles post beatles like i by far i just don't think that any of the other ones good as paul's stuff is like or you know don't sleep I'm on george Except it's kind of like it doesn't have this thing that that John's stuff has where it it feels like John's music was always going to be a lot more um, kind of volatile in terms of how it referenced and reacted. It's more reactive to like culture and seems a bit more um, playful or like antagonistic at times to what's happening in that current moment yeah more in tune other, with whatever's going on in the scene at that point you're totally right. yeah which which i think generates a lot of energy uh as a musician to be doing that 
Um, whereas Paul and George seemed content to kind of um, make things that felt fun or satisfying to them. But um, I think John, John seemed to be someone who was um, trying to make bigger, like, statements of, like, taking more seriously, like, this is what John Lennon's next thing is. Right. And, and, and making those shifts into a bigger deal, which is, like, so much more fun for everyone, ultimately, and more memorable. Because we all love, like, a distinct era. That's something that is great. And it's fun to see an artist kind of, like, want that for themselves, too, and play into those shifts. Yeah. So I think he was really... Like, when he died, the thing he was starting to get into was, like, dressing like a greaser. Yeah. Like a, like a pompadour haircut and leather jacket. Back to the beginning. Back to the Mersey yeah. Beats on a sort Which of is so so interesting to think about, like, how that could, like, played out. <laughs> Rock, he was moving into the rock and daddy phase. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I think it, it would have been, uh, you know, the lowest lows probably would have come from additional John material into the future. But I think the highest highs also would have come, come there um, because he would have been willing to uh, sort of risk um, uh, his reputation and his commercial viability. Uh, to an extent that uh, Paul and and George and Ringo, you know, just just kind of weren't. Um, so, so yeah, I think he he's probably the first one that comes to mind. Also, like, uh, eh, I mean, not even. I, I was gonna say Ian Curtis, but not even. Like, you know, obviously a tragic end. I would but, say I mean, Ian Curtis because because the stuff that he was starting to do was sounding so different than uh, Joy Division, like. Like writing ceremony is like you know that there is stuff with his later uh, material that feels like um, I would really would have liked to see what he would have done. That's actually. yeah, I, I you know I I think that there there you know if we could have alternate or parallel universes where we saw Ian Curtis and whatever Joy Division turned into in the future, but then also we have our universe where New Order happened, which is like you know it's yeah probably so yeah. much more rewarding I think than than that might I, have I, worked out. I today. don't think so. I don't know. I think Ian Curtis would have eclipsed. Uh, it would have been better than anything New Order did, even though it's oh, like you're sleeping on New Order. No, I I know New Order. I like know a lot of their music. Blue Monday, but I it's of course. <laughs> I mean, and I I do love a lot of it. And I uh, Power Corruption Lies, oh, one of the great records. But I, I would have been really curious to see just like where what if he could have gotten through that moment. Yeah. Buddy Holly, fucking Buddy Holly. Sure, <laughs> the big bopper for that matter. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. 